he was like, yeah, Vecna was just sitting in like a director chair. He was Vecna from the waist up and then just had like sweatpants on. <laughs> hey, retro lovers. Welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your hosts, Alex and Brandon. Hey, guys. I'm Brandon. And I'm Alex. And this is... What is this? This is nostalgia <laughs> junkies. It's it's a it's a plural junkies because we're both addicts. Yes, yes, retro addicts, indeed. We are. And this week, very exciting episode number two. Mm-hmm. What are we What are we getting into? We're gonna be talking about Stranger Things this week. So good! It is amazing. If you have not watched season four, of or Stranger any, Things, or any for that matter. Well, I'm assuming if, if they clicked on the podcast, they probably watched Stranger Things. Uh, but if you assume. have if you have not watched Stranger Things yet, go watch that. Just just <laughs> just stop. Stop whatever you're doing. I don't care if you're at work, leave work, go home, watch Stranger Things. You need to watch Stranger Things. Very good. Yeah, if you are into nostalgia and anything retro, it really covers covers all the bases, even though it's not an old show itself, just everything about it uh brings up good memories of some of the best times of your life. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And uh, I apologize if there's any echo. We had a little issue in the studio, but we should be good now. The studio. I like yeah, it. We're very professional. Studio, a.k.a. my basement. That is exactly what this Look, is. Look, guys, it's not bright green. I know. We now have three different colored walls in this basement. You do, but it's it's, it's all right. Yes, but at least, <laughs> at least it's not green anymore. That nasty, I don't know. That's not pea green. It's not puke green. It's just... Just green. It's kind of like the uh, Rugrats green almost. A little bit. Yeah, I'm looking over at the VHS tape over there. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty similar. Matches right up. Yeah, so um, we're talking about Stranger Things this week, and it has been an eventful week for Stranger Things. Uh, volume 2 of Season 4 just came out, and uh, there's been some drama with the cast right now. Which I think is ridiculous. Oh, I agree as well. So if you're not aware, Doja Cat and uh, Noah Schnapp are having a little uh, little tiff right now. Yeah, the, I mean, he's 17 years old. She's almost 30. And uh, uh, long story short, she hit him up because she was interested in one of his castmates. Um, she was interested in Eddie. I mean, who would not be interested in Eddie after just shredding that solo? Yeah, exactly. So Doja Cat essentially wanted him to hook her up with Eddie and... He made it public, like their their messages or whatever, and she pretty much went in on him like he was some adult or something. But I mean, also, I mean, at least from what I read, he also did hook her up. Like it wasn't like he was like, "Hey, let me just put you on blast." He actually did hook her up. Yeah, yeah. Like forwarded her or so information. They said, yes. Yeah. So I mean, we we don't know what's true. I mean, we're not we're not in that social circle. But I mean, yeah, we're he, not TMZ, but yeah, we're... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but I mean, he hooked her up and then all of a sudden she was just like, wow, he hooked me up, but he didn't have to say it out loud. Yeah. Who cares? It was very childish of her, but whatever. I mean, she was what, 26 and he's 17. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I think as a 26 year old, she could have just messaged the 29 year old herself. Yeah. Yeah. And no, been an adult about the situation, but I don't know. Is what it is. Hollywood drama. Uh, it, it never gets old and it never is interesting. It's interesting sometimes. Okay, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to. You know what? People like the, love uh, it. People yeah. love drama. Well, they're trying to make this like the Meek Mill uh, Drake beef or whatever it's called, the beef. beef. I don't think it's to that extent, but yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think it is either. But it's like, oh, he said something about me. 
Yeah, it's it's just childish. That's all. But yeah, why don't we talk about the good things from Stranger Things? Okay, do you, wanna, uh, do you want to talk about Stranger Things as a whole first? Do you want to just go right in on this season? Um, that's up to you. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like why while it's fresh, like we should t- probably talk about season four. Then we can kind of backtrack. Yeah, are we gonna have to put spoiler alert? <laughs> I mean, I, I feel a... I feel like this this is your spoiler alert right now. We are going to be talking about Stranger Things season four, volume two, and yes. everything. It's so it's still you... fairly new. It didn't it hasn't been out that long. So if you haven't watched it, pause this, go watch it, and then come back and come back. Yeah, because we're we're going to talk about it. We are going to say things, and I don't think either of us are going to bite our tongues over what's going on. No, no, probably not. And even if I tried to, I'll still. Yeah, I mean, I I I have quite a few opinions on everything, as I normally do. And I, I'm not, not gonna, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm not gonna beat around the bush with this. So, season four, volume two. I don't know. If, uh, so I, I saw a, um, a rumor right before volume two was coming out from the Duffer Brothers. They kind of teased that there were gonna be four key deaths or five key deaths in volume two. Yeah, so, I saw five. Yeah. So I mean, I remember I, I, I had finished it before you did, and I came into the shop, and you were like, "You got to tell me. You got to tell me." I was like, "The only thing I want to know: Does Steve die?" And I just went, no. And I was like, you're lying. And then I was like, yes. (laughs) I'm like, no, seriously, that's the only thing I want to know you could tell me. And he's like, no, he does not die. Yeah, it it took a while for for you to get it out of me. But I mean, there were a couple times, I think it was uh, in volume one, where he was getting attacked by the the Demogorgon bats, the demo bats. That Man, I I thought that was going to be the end of Steve. No, instead it was the end of Eddie. Oh, same thing. Except many more. He didn't run away this time. <sighs> it's that annoys me. That line? No. Or that, the line or that doesn't died. annoy me. How he went out annoys me because the objective was already completed. The guitar solo got the bats away from the house and let the other group get into the house. That's all they were supposed to do. Well, he was trying to buy more time because he didn't know they hadn't checked in. And quite honestly, if he hadn't done that, I mean, well, they, they probably still would have been fine. But, I mean, they were getting choked out by Vecna at that point with the vines. Yeah, so... They were already in... And they might have gone after Dusty. We don't know. Little Dusty Buns could have been bat food. <laughs> well, chance I'm willing to... The risk I'm willing to take. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest, and this is probably an unpopular opinion. That is one character. I, I like Gaten Matarazzo, but I would have been fine if Dustin died this season. I, I, I would have been sad nah. for Susie. But, you know, I don't think... Take Mike. Take Jonathan. Yeah. Leave, leave Dustin yeah. alone. <laughs> I don't know, I could go away with Mike's, all three of them. Mike's boring, Jonathan's boring. I mean I like Stoner Jonathan better than normal Jonathan, but he's still boring. Well it's funny because like when volume one came out, you and I were talking about Argyle. And yeah, you, yeah. you loved Argyle. I and do love Argyle. I I could not stand Argyle. I thought Argyle was just shoehorned into the season. But you know what? Volume two, he grew on me. I yes. I actually like Argyle more than Jonathan now. Jonathan's just Dry. He's boring. I don't know. I know There's nothing interesting about Jonathan. I know that, that or scene, Mike. The, the scene that he had with Will, though, after like Will was like telling Mike and showing Mike the painting. Yes, and that Jonathan was nice. And Jonathan in the rearview mirror like figured it out, and he's just like he didn't say like you're gay. He's just like I'm here for you. Yes, if, exactly. If you need me, I'm here for you. Yes, I, that those scenes, that one, and then the one in the pizza restaurant. Yes, well, that, that was good. What was funny, though, is um, I don't know if you noticed right after that season where he's like, I'm here for you, and I will always be here for you. 
when they went out of those swinging doors from the kitchen, he hit Will with the door on no. the way out. <laughs> no, I didn't. And it was like the first thing I noticed. Like, dude, you just said you have your brother and you support your brother and you whack him with the door. <laughs> it was the funniest Classic. thing. Classic. Classic. And that's why Jonathan deserves to die. <laughs> I guess that's a little harsh, but yeah. But uh, so, so um, we, we saw that there's a rumor of five deaths. And I mean, let's be honest, there was a lot of death in season four. Yeah, but there wasn't as many main character deaths as I thought. No, no, no. But, like, there was way more than five. But, like, you know, if we're only counting, like, main characters, I it, mean, it's, three, you could three say to four? Not even. You could say, I mean... Depends on if you count Jason as a main character. Which I don't. You don't? No, I almost don't even count Eddie as a main character. Really? I mean, he I... just I, came into the show. Then I guess Doja Cat, he, he's, not, he's not that big for you. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have slid in his The DMs. only main character was Brenner. Yeah, and, and 0.5 for Max. Yeah, yeah, we don't know about that one yet. Yeah. Papa's death, though. That was an amazing scene. I love it. And is he dead? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like He can only he's do that dead. so many times. There are, what? You ever seen the meme with, uh, was it Perry the Platypus or, or the little hand pup with Doofenshmirtz? If I had a nickel for every time that yeah, Brenner yeah, yeah. died on, off screen and actually came back to life, I'd have two nickels. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think he's dead, but I loved Elle's reaction. Oh, yeah. How she just didn't give in to him. She's like, nah. She's like, I'm done being brainwashed by you. You're the monster. Good night, Papa. <laughs> Adios. Yeah, no, that that was great. I mean, I think Brenner's always been an ass. Like, I, I think we I all like know... the other doctor. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever his name is there. Um... Paul Reiser's character. I don't know his mm-hmm. name. Dude, there were so many references to the alien movies. Did you catch those? No. I've never seen them, so I wouldn't know. I was watching a YouTube video, and they're like, this oh, oh. and that. Where, um, so where Paul Reiser says, hey, kiddo, that's that's a reference to his character in Aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, I haven't um, seen that movie since I was like nine, so. And Winona Ryder walking through the uh, Russian uh, yeah, science yeah. place. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. also in reference to how the way did the, the test tubes. That was, that was Alien. Mm-hmm. I was like, You're oh, not wrong. this is cool. I've never seen these movies. Alien's good. I haven't, like I said, it's, I haven't seen it in 20 years. I mean, what, what do I need to know? They're, they're xenomorphs. They kill things. They come from another place. At least watch like Alien, down. Versus, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, I'll probably watch that. But uh, no, so so Papa's death. Like, that was just... And then, I don't know. We, we have uh, Colonel Jackson there. He was just, like, kind of standing there watching that. I think, I think he's going to bring Papa back somehow. What? Just torture him? To try to find out where L's going next? Yeah, where L's what going. What he knows about number one. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's that's a. I know I'm not wrong. I mean, you <laughs> might be wrong, but I I could be wrong. It's, it's very <laughs> it's very true. I bet I'm wrong about a lot of things, but yeah. I don't know. I, I I feel like they they killed him in season one with the demi gorgon. Yes. And like, I mean, how we we saw the demi gorgon take down so many people in the Russian uh, prison, but Papa in a solo, just like one on one fight in a hallway lived. <laughs> How? How? Unless, could Papa? Does he control the whole upside down? No, but could he have some powers? What if he has some powers? Or he just knows how to defeat those bastards. Or did uh did uh Vecna there be like, it's not your time? (laughs) It's Uh, not your time down here. I don't think so. I don't. (laughs) It could have go go many ways. So I know, but that that was a major reveal for the season, though, with Vecna. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Like we we've been uh, speculating that the mind flayer was the big big bad. Was the brain, yeah. And that Vecna was just the five star general, but nah, it's Vecna been controlling it all since season one. Or which, this is why we said spoilers. You gotta, so, gotta pay or attention. so they want us to think. Dude, I I think that it's the thing. I I think he's he's the big bad. Although I I have a hunch. I have a hunch for season five because the mind flayer th- those particles existed. The particles controlled everything in that universe beforehand. Yes. Vecna is Papa to the particles. Okay, Mama Bird, okay. Yeah, so like, what if Vecna goes and those particles are now released in the main universe, like the regular, the, the right side up, what's going to Particles are in the right side up. I know, but like, they're, they're still under the control of Vecna. Like, Vecna's keeping them, like, oh, hostage oh, oh. or whatever you... But he's controlling everything by like tormenting the particles or using the particles. If Vecna dies, mm-hmm. what happens with those particles? Are they now going to run rampant or is L going to take control of them? Uh, I didn't really think it was the particles that deeply, to be honest with I you. Mean, so here's the thing, because we were, we, were, we were told that like, you know, or we were meant to believe that Vecna was the five-star general and that the particles, the mind flare was controlling everything. Right. But then all of a sudden, you know, we get this, like, I was thinking like, How? How? Like, this is, it was just, like, very abstract, but, I mean, it's also, it's a fictional show, so, like, there's going to be a lot of abstract. I was going to say, I don't know if they're going to go that deep into the particles. They they might not, but, like, you know, the particles in the Russian uh, prison there. Oh, no, they went into the guards or whatever. They went into the Demogorgons and the Demodogs. Oh, is that what it was? I I thought that's what it was. I don't know. But. I thought that dude that was, like, dying said something about it. It it went went into them. Them. Oh, okay. So, I mean, okay. De- them could be the the Russian guards. I I assumed that he meant the demo dogs. So like, oh, it's, it's got to be in yeah. there. It's in there. But so, where are they gonna go? I know they're in Russia. What are they just? Well, I think, I think well, all the, all, all them the, are all them back are gone. Into the that was just a, uh, a portion of the particles. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you know Hopper and Joyce and Murray and Yuri and Enzo, all the Uris, yeah, all the Uris. They they killed them all. They're all gone in Russia. No. Yeah, they they flamethrowed them all. All of them? I think so. That's why they didn't. That why they? Well, we don't know. There could be one one lone one. I don't know. I I, I think they killed them all. I thought it was funny though with the um, how they did that whole bait and trap. Yes, yes. And Murray, like, so they all get down, they get stuck, and then Murray just comes in with a flamethrower and like just torches the entire like just arena. Gotta love uh, Hopper with the Conan sword though. That I I had an issue with that. Why? That, what's that sword made out of? Oh, steel. Metal, right? What happens when metal gets hit by fire? Molten. Gets hot, right? Yeah. And Hopper just picks it up. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't think about that <laughs> shit. It's television. I, I do. That's the thing. I, I think about that. There's fucking Demogorgons. That shit's not real either. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I thought it was kind of funny that uh, all of a sudden, you know, I mean, he was also walking around unfazed with bashed ankles the whole fucking time. So and frostbitten feet. <laughs> he was just—he just doesn't feel pain anymore. Yeah, no, he his, got his recovery up. is, is already, incredible. Yeah, apparently, that Wolverine healing factor. <laughs> something adamantium. He's that. Uh, well, we do know he is the uh, Red Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, got that was good. That, that bitch was a great new scene. haircut. Yeah. yeah, new haircut. I know. I'm not fat anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh man, oh, that that was such a good scene. I loved that scene. Just the two of them just going at it. Yep. And just oh, that that was probably one of my hands down favorite scenes of the entire show. It was a great scene. Doesn't beat the Eddie scene, but it's a great scene. No, it, I think Eddie's probably my second favorite. I just love the Hopper scene because it's like Hopper from season one being basically just this lazy. He's cop. just a crotchety old dude. Yeah, and now he just is badass with a sword. Exactly. Amazing. It was. They did a great job developing his character. I think the best developed character is Steve, though. Oh, hands down. I mean, the guy was supposed to be killed off in season one for being an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And then, or I think he was supposed to be killed off in season two. But they, the dude just, everyone loves him. Steve yep. is a phenomenal character. He's growing up. He's the babysitter. And I just, I also love his character growth with him and Robin. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like best friends. It's it's a good uh, relationship between well, those like, two. When he finds out that like Robin likes girls, I feel like, you know, he... Former Steve would be like, nah, you just haven't been with me yet. He'd been like, that's hot or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go, uh, you, we're on the same team here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I'm a he, lesbian too. He, he's, very, <laughs> <laughs> he's just very supportive of her, and I think that that's a really good development for Steve. It is a great development, for sure. Mm -hmm. They kind of turn into, it's almost, yeah, it's Steve and Robin. There's no Steven, I mean, there's kind of a Steven Dustin still, but... I feel like bit. that dynamic changed quite a bit, too. Yeah, well, I feel like, you know, especially the age. Like, Steve is now, what, one to two years out of high school. Yeah. Or he's going to be. And then Dustin is a freshman. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that dynamic, dynamic does get a little weird. If, you know, he's like the big brother. It switched up. It went to, like, Eddie and Dustin. Yeah. Well, that's because, like, Eddie's his mentor. Eddie's a super senior. He's a second-year senior in yeah. high school. <laughs> Steve Harrington. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everyone just remembered Steve as being that douche with the hair. Well, he still has the hair. Well, yeah, you're not going to get rid of that hair. They oh, need okay. to get rid of Will's hair, though. Oh, God. Will's nose. No, Mike's nose. Mike's nose. That, but that's just his real nose. I know. So, <laughs> Will's I, hair is I know. His... Will, Will needs a haircut. Will needs a haircut. But, uh, so, best hair of the show. All seasons, all characters, best hair. Best hair, Argyle. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Let's go Billy. Oh, Billy was up there. I didn't think about Billy, yeah. Got that, Dr. Montgomery with that Jerry Curl going on. It's like a Jerry Curl, curl mullet. <laughs> and uh, Mrs. Wheeler. Dude, that whole that whole <laughs> scene, like all those pool scenes just reminded me of the Sandlot. And Wendy oh, Wendy Peppercorn. Peppercorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's who, uh, oh God, what was, uh, was it Hannah? Was the uh the girl there? Yeah. No. The um. Gosh. So when Billy got possessed by the mind flare, which yep. we now know as Vecna, mm -hmm. and he then like started possessing other people, he possesses that other lifeguard. Was her name oh, Hannah? Oh, oh, yeah, I think so. And then they like kill her parents. Yeah. With but, a wine bottle. <laughs> so I was I was rewatching those episodes the other day. Yeah. And the same way that like number one talked, that Henry Creel talked. Mm -hmm. That's the way that Billy and she talk, like that very like fifties vibe. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, holy crap! Like it's the like that ple Pleasantville. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just watching. It's like, hi there. It's yeah, it's so creepy. How are you doing? It's today? almost like, it's like automated. Like oh, it, it's so <laughs> creepy. But it was like, man, that's exactly how number one was. Yeah. So just like the, the forethought from the Duffer Brothers of like how to do that, it's just incredible. Yeah, they definitely know what they're doing. Yeah, although uh, I I loved uh, their cheat sheet for the villain. Cheat sheet for the villain. No nose, 
bald head, pale skin. Voldemort. Because of the V. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. He, I feel like he looks Bad like... fingernails. Yeah, he kind of looks like that. Plus, um, I don't remember what the thing was called from Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> I have no idea. That's for my time. And that's what he looks like. But yeah, no. Jeepers I... Creepers was Maybe the original one, like the yeah. old, old one. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm talking about the one with, like, Justin Long. Yeah, i never seen it. Oh, it's pretty good. I'll have to watch it. But, yeah, no, the um the Voldemort just parody of Vecna was amazing. Yeah, it's hilarious. And I was just, uh was watching, like, a Fallon interview on YouTube. And uh, I think it was Sadie Sink said mm-hmm. that uh, Vecna didn't really scare her because the first time she met him, he was just, like, eating a sandwich. Like, <laughs> eating a hoagie, just, like, legs crossed in his chair, like, eating. So she was like, oh, it's not even... Well, I was, I was watching them do the uh, the special effects. Those were all practical effects for Vecna. Like, all of that was just, like, latex and makeup. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like, crazy because it was, like, eight hours of makeup. So they do that and just record as many scenes as they could. So Jamie Bowers, who plays Vecna, was just like, yeah, I was in the suit, just kind of, like, chilling. And everybody else was just kind of hanging out. Yeah, kind of yeah. weird, but uh, boogity boogity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gaten was like, "Yeah, we had these these photo shoots where they need to do three sixties of all the characters. Like, so on their downtime, they'd be like, go to this trailer." And he was like, "Yeah, Vecna was just sitting in like a director chair. He was Vecna from the waist up, and then just had like sweatpants on." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's I love that kind of stuff from like the behind the scenes. Yeah, it's the best. You find, yeah, you learn so much more. Did you, uh, did you see the new Domino's commercial with Lucas and Dustin? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, they did a, uh, a, there's a Facebook post or a Reddit post that was like, "Roses are red, demigorgons are unkind." Did you know, you can order pizza with your mind? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so corny. They're putting, yeah, they're putting Stranger Things in everything. They're pumping it out. Um, we should have went to Walmart to see if they have any of the. Like the actual frozen Surfer Boy pizzas. Oh yeah, that would have been good. I mean, I wish like I kind like before the season came out, they had the Surfer Boy pillows that looked like pizza boxes at Target. Yeah. And I wish I'd picked one up. Like I didn't know what it was, and like you didn't know like how I thought it was gonna be like Pizza Planet and uh, Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea how big it was gonna be. But man, pretty big. I, I love Surfer Boy pizza. The the uh, interaction when they're in Nevada. So it was the Surfer Boy guy in Nevada and Argyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, what's up, dude? Yo, do you want some of this purple crush? Yeah, just a bunch of stoners <laughs> working at pizza restaurants. Pineapple on pizza. Mike wouldn't try it. Oh, boy. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but, it, I mean, listen, I, I'm a fan of pineapple on pizza. I love it. Barbecue chicken pineapple. Well, you, you know one of my favorite pizzas. It's the, uh, I, I know, this is the thing. Domino's doesn't do pizza. But Domino's does a great thin crust cracker. And... The thin crust, barbecue sauce, I hate banana peppers, and bacon. It, I, it's not pizza. It's a cracker. It's great. I hate it. Nah, you just know good things. What? <laughs> Anyways. Yes. So, <laughs> best character from season four. Eddie, probably. Um, but. Who's your second? Max is up there for me. Okay. I'm a huge fan of Sadie Sink, and I think she... Did a really good job. Yeah, she she did do a really good job. I I have not been a fan of Max in the past, but I think that Sadie Sink really did a good job. I know this season was like heavily based on her story. 
Yes. And man, I, I was really concerned that she wasn't going to be able to pull her weight. Just, you know, not having her have a forefront in the previous seasons. And she did a phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. She started on Broadway. She was Annie. Did she really? When she was 11. Yep. So she and uh, Gaten have that in common. He was, uh, what, in Les Mis, I believe, right? Gaten was in Les Mis. And Caleb was in, he was young Simba in Lion King. Really? Yep. Did not know that. Yeah. And then uh, I think they're the only three that were like theater. And then Noah, I don't think he did anything before Stranger Things. But then he went on to Hubie Halloween after that. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh yeah, he was. was I was thinking of. I was thinking of uh, of Mike, but he was in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That was a good movie too. Yeah. I know. I I would have to say Eddie's probably my top character from season four. I mean, who who didn't like Eddie? He's hard not to love. Yeah. Yeah. Although I would I would probably put Yuri. I, I really liked uh, Yuri. I felt like he was a great antithesis to Murray. He, yeah, yeah. I love Murray. <laughs> yeah. But Yuri, he served his purpose very well as what as his character, for sure. Well, I, I really liked when, I think it was Enzo that was like keeping an eye on him as he needed to fix the helicopter. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was it Antinka or whatever yeah. his name was? Katinka. Katinka. <laughs> and uh, he was like, it doesn't work. I don't know what to do. It doesn't. And Enzo was just like, I Happened to the great pilot that uh, saved this thing and blah blah blah. He like blah, pumped blah. him. He was, he was a like, hype man, yeah. And he just like pulls the piece out of his jacket and he goes, "You're right." And then he fixes it. It was like yeah, great bastard. <laughs> yeah. Although I I know you didn't consider bottom. him to be a main character of the season, but Jason. Yeah. I loved Jason this season. From from the beginning, like he you weren't supposed to like him. You weren't supposed to like him, but I think he did a really good job from like being the homecoming king mentality to then like deranged psychopath and just the way that he unraveled over the course of the season yes he sure shit did he lost his mind yeah he did well then he lost his body yeah (laughs) whoopsies yeah (laughs) yeah he's uh there's two jasons now (laughs) oh my gosh you know i i i really liked him um I I really do like that actor. He was in Teen Wolf back in the day. He was in Teen Wolf. He was in Teen. The uh, remember the season? I think it was like season four or three. Before it was with the bounty list. I don't he was that. one of the, he was the or, one of the orphans. Oh, that, like, oh okay. Down the fact with the lacrosse stick that had the poison the wolf thing and stuff. I don't even know if I watched that far. Oh, dude, I love Teen Wolf. So, like, a good as, show, but as soon as he came out, I'm like, ah, he's here. <laughs> I feel like uh, we only watched like two seasons of it. That's a show I would recommend going back and watch. Like that was um, a good deviation from the original, uh, like continuity. Yeah, I definitely would be willing to go back and watch it. There's a long list of things I need to go back and watch, but yeah. So uh, Stranger Things. Any uh, things that stood out to you from the season? Um, I mean, the season as a whole was just. Phenomenal. There's not many complaints aside from little things like that you brought up, like mm-hmm. the the flashlight thing, and the just little dumb oh, things. Yeah. That... So we didn't we didn't talk about it here actually. No, no. Um. So in the scene where Jason and Lucas are fighting, there's like a scene where he's holding the flashlight up, and then the camera cuts, and then he's holding it down, and they just keep the way that they cut the scene. The the, the light should have been right on his face. Yeah. Though, the, like, the, the light just time. doesn't match up, and like that's a little thing that bothers me. I've noticed that since I was a kid with like different things. Yeah, yeah. That was that's just annoying. I don't like when scenes don't splice together well. And there's a lot of them. They're like careless with that because they don't. They're like, oh, the majority of people won't even be thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. The the big uh, demigorgon arena battle with all the prisoners. 
Yeah. They did that real well because I, I was watching one of the behind the scenes things on that, and that was supposed to be a one shot. But because there were so many stunt doubles and yeah. the way they do the green screen effects, it wasn't they couldn't do it in a one shot. It was the fact that it was going to be too dangerous with all the equipment and yeah, the stunts yeah. that needed to be done. So it was three separate um, like instances of them doing stunts that they did it. And okay. quite honestly, I never would have noticed. No, and, no, it was pretty seamless. But do you know which, uh, which scene in the show actually was a one shot? There are two of them. Uh, Eddie's scene? Guitar scene? Nope. So the, uh, the scene where they're at the buyer's house was a one shot. Okay. And then the scene of when they break into Nina. Really? Yep. Both okay. of those were one shots. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. They, they did a really good job. Like they, they really wanted to push like the boundaries, not only with like the acting and the story, but also just like the development of how they did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could tell by the length they were more uh they story were story focused. Yeah, yeah. And it was almost more movie ish than it was. Yeah, and like I, I like when shows do that where instead of just like, Oh, we have thirty minutes to fill, let's let's just do thirty minutes, like, mm, no, this episode's actually gonna take two hours and thirty seven minutes. We're just gonna do two two hours and thirty seven minutes. Yeah, it was incredible. And that's what I, one thing I kind of wish Disney would do with their shows now. I feel like they're really focused on just like making short like episodes. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I've been watching the Miss Marvel series and the first episode was 54 minutes and we're now like five episodes in and every episode is just getting shorter and shorter. Oh, really? And shorter. Yeah. This last episode was like 31 minutes. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. It was, it was like, it was a good episode and like, you know, the point got across, but it's like, I feel like they're putting cliffhangers in just have a cliffhanger to go to the next episode instead of uh, like telling just like telling a story. Yeah, they're cheaping out. Yeah, they're cheaping out. Yeah. Every, well, that goes along with everything else. Prices on everything's going up and the quality's going down. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of going down, mm-hmm. talk about some some other deaths, some, some notable deaths. So throughout we, uh, the whole throughout the whole. So we start with, start with the first one then. Bob. Bob's not the first Barb, one. Barb, Barb, Barb. Barb, yes, Barb is the you first know, one. I was thinking like Barb, like coach from uh, Letterkenny. <laughs> Me and Bob used to go up to the Tetons in uh, Tetons. Teton Mountains. I, think I, liked yeah, her, I liked her Tetons. <laughs> well, okay, leave Barb's Tetons alone. Okay. <laughs> Poor Barb, dude. She got betrayed by her best friend, pretty much. But like, I mean, that her her death really was a good focal point for the growth of Nancy. Which, I mean, was the purpose of it her It jump-started the whole thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, like, but, like, that, like, Nancy was so focused on what her notoriety was in the spotlight, her yeah. popularity, and Steve Harrington. Yeah, yeah. But then she realized that, you know, because, and, like, and this is why I, I love Mrs. Wheeler, because right before she was going over to the pool party, Mrs. Wheeler was like, Nancy, you don't need to put yourself out for a guy just for him to like you. Yeah, yeah. You, like, like don't don't. It was like do a foreshadowing. Because well, wasn't she talking about how like she did that exact same thing? And she, I don't know like, how deep she went into it, but I, I thought she talked about how she put herself out there for a guy that she wasn't ready to be with, and now she's stuck. Which I thought was a really good connection to look at her relationship with her and Ted. Yeah, yeah. Because like Ted is a bump on the log. Oh my god, that like, guy I, drives me nuts. He I could die Ted. off too. I no, no, Ted. no, no. I love Ted solely because he's so bad. Terrible. You're always at our house. What did <laughs> I do? <laughs> it was just so good. Oh, yeah. man. No, Barb. Barb died, and yeah, she jump-started the whole thing, and yeah. What about the the fake death? 
Remember the first fake death? Quills? Yeah. Oh, with the fake body. They found, pull a they pull a body out of the fucking yeah. reservoir. Yeah, like that 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 didn't like raise any eyebrows. Hop like breaks into the whatever I can't remember. The, Autopsy the, uh, the the place the morgue. No, no, it was the oh, the, building, oh, the lab, the lab. Yeah, yeah, Hawking's lab. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> he breaks into Hawking's lab and he's like, "Where's Will? Will's disappeared. This is the only place that kind of raises some suspicion. He's not here." A day later, we found a body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That was hmm. that. That was a little sloppy. That was early on though. So yeah, but um, but yeah, and then he finds Will and cuts him open, and it's just foam. Could you imagine just having some guy come into the morgue and just cut open a body? <laughs> just some wild I mean, man. I mean, that's kind of what happens with autopsies, but, like, just a random dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then... Was there any others before? I don't think there were, like, any other, like, big deaths of people. Nazis. No, I don't think so. Not I mean, I... Papa, but Papa didn't really die. Papa. Papa. And then we get to... Season two. Oh, poor Bob. And it's like Bob, Bob was great. Bob was the best character. Not not just like a great developed character, but like the nicest human being. And Sean Astin is just great, anyways. But poor Samwise. I know. <laughs> yeah, and poor friggin' brother wearing fishnet fishnet tank tops and fifty first <laughs> dates. <laughs> I always forget that he was in that. Yeah, dude. Oh. But yeah, Bob, man, he got. Gruesomely attacked by demi dogs. I know superhero his, Bob. His love had to watch him. Well, dude, perish. Like, and it was it was just like the way that they did it. It wasn't just like he got attacked. We thought Bob was gonna get like hunted down by these demo dogs. He's going to reactivate the system. Goes and reactivate the system. He's getting hunted down by the demo dogs. Finally gets free. Shuts the door on the demo dog chasing him. And like we had this, he made it. He's gonna be fine. Like waving and then demo dog out of nowhere just <laughs> takes him out. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. Yep, he had his big Bob smile on and then just got eaten alive. Part of me wondered, like, what was going through Hopper's head at that point? It's like, oh, there's a chance. Yeah, it could have been. I yeah. don't know. Was that the, um, was it that season or was it the next season that Joyce was hitting up the science teacher? I think it was season three. Remember the science teacher she, that taught about magnets? Oh, 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 yeah. Wasn't that season yes. three? Season three, I believe. Go to the science teacher in season three or two. I can't remember. I, well, I, I think it was in season three because it was Bob wasn't in the picture. Okay, so that was probably season three. Cause yeah, it, yeah. That was when Hopper was like, really like, hey, let's go to Enzo's and have Mr. a date. Mr. Clark. That might have been his name. I think I so. Mr. Clark. But yeah, like so then because then Hopper's getting jealous about the science teacher. Yeah, that that was fairly short lived. Whatever happened to the science teacher? Where'd he go? Did he die? I don't think he died. I don't remember, but like that was just like a sad thing because he he was in season three. Did the, did the Terminator kill him, Gregor? The Terminator kill him. I can't remember, but like season three, I I loved season three. I think season three was one of the best seasons. I I loved the aspect of the the meat monster. The meat monster. I mean, it was it was the mind flayer like incarnate. It was the meat monster. The big blob. Yeah, I I like I like Dakry Montgomery. Like oh, he's guy who great. Billy. I was upset about Billy. He was a oh. douche. He was another one that was a douche. I know. I would have then... loved for him. I want him to come back somehow. I don't know how, but I want him to come back and more than just like Max's memories. Like I want there to be some kind of like consolation or just like reconciliation for him and Max. That's 
Max initiated and more than just the I'm getting stabbed by all these meat tentacles. Let me look back at you and like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. He, tra- he sacrificed himself. I know. That was that was a sad But So, Mr. Clark. Yes. Did you there, find it? There is a theory that um, someone asked if he was in season four. Mm-hmm. And there was a theory that season four would feature time travel because Mr. Clark created a scale model of Hawkins, which included a tombstone that referenced Beetlejuice, which came out in 1988. And the events of Stranger Things happened three years earlier. So they, they're suggesting mm-hmm. that Mr. Clark is a time <laughs> I don't know what to think about that. I mean, I mean he I'm, was the one they went to about alternate dimensions and wormholes yeah. and magnetic yeah. fields and... And uh, I mean, I'm I'm sure it, it could happen. I mean, we don't know what the scope of L's powers are, so she has to learn to fly. What if Mister Clark? Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. He opened the portal, man. <laughs> Why is it in Hawkins? Because L opened the gate there. Yeah. L ha- L has the powers to open the realities, different different worlds. Yeah, she does. We've seen it. We've so, seen her close it too. Yeah, so then it just keep kept opening those all those like little mini gates, which then Vecna got set. Well, um, Henry, who's now Vecna, got yeah, sent yeah. to the other other world, and he couldn't come back. It wasn't, and that's why, like you know, how it was like that weird orangey hue when he's like talking about like how he took control and he's yes, the big yes. bad, and then like it's not how we see it now because now it looks like Hawkins. In the first season, when L opens that original gate. Yeah, yeah. That's when everything got frozen in time, and that's when it started fusing the two worlds. So the two worlds that uh, Vecna wants to merge, he wants to do it like how L did there, but he wants to do it on the large scope. But yeah, yeah. He couldn't do it without her, which is why in season three, remember when like that little leech thing was sucking on L's leg there it in the starport mall? She's like, I can do it. Yeah. like, and yeah. then she ripped it out of like through it. That was when he stole her powers. So now Vecna has those powers, so he opened the four smaller gates to yeah, make the yeah. master gate. I got you. Yeah. So I mean, I could could she also have time travel powers? Who knows? There's I been mean, a clock heavily featured in this season. There has been, and and she debuted her other new power too, which is bringing people back to life eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I could turn back time. <laughs> Jesus, I'm glad that that's... Was that song on the soundtrack? No, it was not. Thank, Thank God. God. Could you imagine? It'd probably be next season. Oh, it better not. <laughs> but, so, that actually brings up a good question. Max, she's alive, but she's not. Uh, as far as we know, she doesn't have any brain activity right now. So, here, here's my theory. I think, because you know how they said that Vecna absorbs everything. Their powers, their abilities, their everything. Yes. I think that Max is still alive in Vecna's head. So until they kill Vecna... Like release Max, or that she'll die when they kill Vecna. I, I think that that's going to be the conundrum, that they're going to have to find a way to Save. get Max out of Vecna. So it's going to be L that has to do something. Because mm-hmm. I, I bet you if, if they kill Vecna, they kill Max. That would make sense. Yeah. So I don't know. That, I'm that, interested that's my to know... If they defeat Vecna and he is the leader and that shuts everything down and destroys the Upside Down or whatever, does everyone come back eventually? 
Billy and Barb and like that's a really good question. Well, this is I think Barb maybe maybe Chrissy maybe little nerd boy there whatever his name was. Fred. Fred was it Fred? And then so. dude in the lake. Oh yeah. But I I don't I don't know know about Billy because Billy didn't die via the upside down. Billy died by getting shit stabbed out of him. Yeah. So like that, that's like I, I would say that you know people who died in the upside down or died by being taken there definitely will come back. If well, if they're gonna bring if they're gonna bring people back, they'll they'll come back that way. I don't think Billy will. I would love Billy too, but I don't think what happened. I know they they killed them so gruesomely. It was great. I think it was one it was of the most sad, but it was deaths. great. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was like almost as bad as uh, the Terminator's death there, just getting thrown into the machine. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one too. Also, I, I have a bone to pick with that. Like how like Hop just all of a sudden escaped by jumping down. Oh yeah. No yeah. one no one thought to go in and check to see if there was a platform below the machine. Apparently not. Like that I, I had a little bit of an issue with that, but you know it is what it is. You have a lot of issues. I do listen, I notice these when I watch T V shows, man. It all it all heads out to me. So another big thing mm-hmm. that the part of Stranger Things is the music and the soundtracks. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. How do you like? I think it's pretty incredible that a forty-year-old song has hit number one in the UK again, just because of Stranger Things. Yeah, I love their use of music. Let me let me say that I love the use of music. Yes, I think if social media wasn't the way it was now, it'd be a totally different story. I still think that those songs will hit number one again. I feel that social media is slowly killing it, though. Really? The overusage of Kate Bush's song and just reels and TikToks is just getting to be a little too much for me. I mean, that's what happens. It's like when the Ocean Spray guy was skating to that uh, Fleetwood Mac song. True, true. And, and everyone just played it over and over and over again. Well, you know what? I mean, I, I guess if it was, you know, Master Puppets, I wouldn't be having this problem because I, I prefer Metallica over Kate Bush, but sure. but so I mean I, I don't know maybe maybe it's because I am not the biggest Kate Bush fan. I like the song. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? If I had to choose a song to listen to, it would be "Chrissy Wake Up" by Schmoyo instead of that. Uh, no, definitely wouldn't be for me. <laughs> Although <laughs> I wish I I wish I knew who the artist was, but someone sampled Kate Bush's "Running Up That Hill" oh, okay. and put like a little like little like like beat behind it and it was really good but you know that's another one of my issues right now with music right now is that no one's creating new music it's all just sampling the old stuff pretty much but i also like the samples of the old stuff so it's kind of a catch-22 it is i mean there's there's definitely artists out there that are creating new music that's good but yes the majority is just copycatting everything yeah although i will say Stranger Things does a really good job of just finding those just I don't say obscure '80s tracks, but like tracks that were no, they're good. just perfect. Yeah, yeah, Not, and they it, weren't they, mainstream. They were exactly. Yeah, well, you know, or they were just for a very short amount of time. Yeah, like again, running up that hill, great song, was a hit back then. Yeah, dropped off, was a hit in that time that the show takes place in. Yeah, but was also like you know still kind of like under underground. And so it's like, perfect, that exactly fits Max's character. Right, exactly. Like, not only the song, but, like, how the song was received back then. 
Mm-hmm. And that's like, I-, I wonder if like when they were writing it, did they have an idea that that was a song they wanted to use or did they have to contemplate a song for a while? I'm sure they had a board with like 10 songs Probably. that they, yeah. And they were just, yeah. I'm, I don't think they were just like, this is the one here. <laughs> use it. I don't think, I don't, I wouldn't, I guess we should ask them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have the Duffer Brothers on Nostalgia Junkies. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a, one year from now, that'll be our goal. I think we have a better <laughs> chance of them uh, seeing this and answering the question than uh, them being on the show, but you never know. We'll dream big today. We'll, we'll get Noah Schnapp. <laughs> yeah, and Doja Cat. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so what? what was probably one of the songs that stood out to you the most? I mean, both in the season were were huge. The the Master of Puppets and the Running Up the Hill. I, honestly, outside of like the creepy theme mm-hmm. music, there's nothing, no other song that really stand out to me that much through the whole thing. I mean, I I, I liked the um I can't remember what song it was that the Creel there was like humming in the prison there, but I don't remember. Oh, and there was. Oh. I feel like there was a song that Will and Jonathan oh, would like listen to yes, and yes, sing together yes. and on played, the stereo in his bedroom. Yep, and that was the one that played when he was in the Upside Down. Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things does a great job with the music. I mean, just, both... just all the nostalgia tie-ins in general. They, I mean, they dress up for the as the Ghostbusters for Halloween in the first season. Like mm-hmm. the even <sighs> just even just like the stinger music of like the synth is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's it called? The the old school arcade, the Starcourt Mall. There you go. <laughs> it um, uh, when they sing Never Ending Story, that's another one. Oh that that's another. The, um, roll the rink. Yeah, like all of that. Yep. It's it's insane, man. Okay, they, I gotta I gotta ask you a question though. Okay. Did you watch this season with subtitles? No. I go back and watch volume one with subtitles. No. You, dude, you have to. The subtitles were on point. Whenever like the demigorg would come, I was like, squelch squelches wetly. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, these subtitles are great. Ominous tones. Oh yeah, that's that's throughout the whole thing. Squelching time. noises. And it was just like that's that's my thing. Squelch is like a CB but, radio. Dude, term. They they use the adjective wetly so many times in the subtitles and it was phenomenal. I don't want to watch. It was funny, man. I loved it. You're wet. <laughs> squelches. <laughs> so weird but no so i mean it, it was good it was good um eddie's guitar was custom made for that scene at the end of volume two really yep so it was they custom made the guitar to look like the storm that takes place in the upside down uh, with the black and like red lightning that makes sense yeah so that's it's like when eddie like does the line it's like she was made for a concert in another dimension. Uh, it literally yeah. was made for a concert in another dimension, which is great. That's pretty badass. Yeah. And uh, apparently he played most of the that himself. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it was one of Metallica's sons. Maybe it was Kirk Hammett's son mm-hmm. also played on it as well. Okay. One of the members' sons, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was Kirk, also played part of that scene, part of the solo. Well, it's funny because it's like I saw somebody who had like tweeted out Metallica. It's like, oh, I'm sorry for all these bandwagon fans from Stranger Things. They loved it. And Metallica's like, 
no, nah, we're, we're pretty sure that if they like Master Puppets, they're going to like some other stuff, too. So yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we welcome you. Come no, to they us. had an Instagram post saying how incredibly well done it was, and they were, like, hyped about it. Yeah, I, I think that was hands down, like, again, one of my favorite scenes with Demo Bass. <laughs> it has and to him. be. Like, I mean, I can't think of a better scene in the show. Other than, like, it, it's not, like, as, like, cin- cinematography-ish as great. I just thought, like, you know, as a growth like point for both Lucas and Erica when they both won big and like, I think it was the first or second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought that was, I think it was the first episode where they, that was just like so good. Like it was nice to see Lucas come into his own and like kind of go off and have his own story for a little bit. Definitely. But then also kind of have like that Nancy Wheeler growth from season one where he's like, Oh, friends are more important than popularity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's another good, good aspect for sure. But uh, any hopes for uh, next season? Hopes for next season. I don't know. I just don't want it to end shitty. That's yeah. my biggest pet peeve. I'm like, don't end on like a giant cliffhanger and then never. Or I mean, there can be spinoff series. I know, but. They're always never as good. No, no, they're never as good. Except, I will say Better Call Saul is pretty up there to. Uh, Breaking Bad, not yeah. not as good, but it's close. I but have yeah. uh, not watched Better Call Saul. It's slow to start in the beginning, like, like Breaking Bad. Yes, but it's so good. Um, but yeah, I or predictions for next season. I have no. I can honestly say I have no idea what's going to happen. I Papa's hate alive. I mean, that's not very far fetched. I would say. Um, but like I said, it's been done. It's kind of annoying if they keep. Well, we're doing the time jump too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what will take place in that time jump? How far? How long is it? What is it? I think it's like four or five years, they said. Mm. So, I also don't understand like how they ended this season. What do you mean? They showed, okay, they showed the town all, or there was an earthquake, mm-hmm. and they showed all the townspeople leaving. Yep. And then it, it, it time jumped two years or whatever. It was two weeks. Okay, whatever. <laughs> But none, and then it started like raining ash again, and the city once again was all like, yeah, like the know. lightning and stuff, in the in the lava and shit. Oh, I didn't see the lava. I'll have to go back and watch that. I saw it was the all, lightning. It was all the city was all tore up. There was like lines of magma or whatever through the city. Oh, the um, yeah, where it opens up the cracks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. And uh. And it was like raining. At, it looks like it was the upside down, essentially. Yeah, it was well, raining. I think that's like the um, like when L opened up that first gate in season one and created the overlap in the upside down. Vecna is now creating that overlap where now it's in the right side up. So it's like expanding because like those cracks are growing. Yeah. So I think that you know when we get next season and there's gonna be that time jump, you know downtown it's not gonna be like regular Hawkins downtown anymore. It's now gonna be upside down. Upside downtown. Yeah, upside downtown. <laughs> downtown <laughs> i love that song dude so like, that, that's my, that's my theory i think that that's gonna happen it's gonna keep growing i like, so there's essentially the upside down is just taking over the world starting with hawkins yep and i mean i think that colonel jackson whatever his name is there is gonna play a huge role next season the guy from the army yeah yeah and i i'm thinking that vecna is gonna somehow control him because they're both gonna like you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever type of thing. Uh, or we both have a common enemy, common goal. 
They're going to team. You're saying him and Vecna are going to team I, up? I don't think it's going to be a voluntary team up. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think Vecna is going to move Jackson like a like a pawn. Okay. I could see that happen. That's a good theory. Now, I want to know, is so are the buyers going to stay in Hawkins? Is Argyle going to stay with them? Who knows? I don't know, man. Or is he going to go back to uh, Susie's house and uh, stay with the sister? Yeah. <laughs> Nah, if anything, they would run away together. Dude, that they, sister, that was another one-shot scene, actually, when they go into the house, uh, Susie's house. Oh, oh, he <laughs> gets shot in the head with an arrow and shit. Yeah, that was, uh, that was great. But, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that everything's going to end well, like you were just saying, like, you know, it doesn't end shitty, because I feel like a lot of these series, they end with a huge cliffhanger, hoping for... A spinoff for another season. And yeah, like, like like Game of Thrones was huge, and people hated the way that it, I didn't watch it. But. I didn't either. <laughs> but no. that, like the Sopranos, people were upset with the ending. Lost, people were upset with the ending. Agents of Shield. Yeah, yeah. Kyle X Y. Yeah. These were good shows back in the day that like ran for a few seasons too long. Breaking Bad ended perfectly. Yeah, well, Breaking Bad again went out on its own terms. Yes, exactly. and that's kind of what Stranger Things is doing, and they're going out on their own terms. And we'll see. I hope that they keep the same mentality for the episodes for next season where they're just going to like, we're going to tell a story. This is how long the episodes are. Deal with it. Exactly. It's like, I, I feel like this season was a great way to show that it doesn't matter if you have a 45 minute episode or a two hour and 37 minute episode. People are going to watch it. Oh, yeah. If, yeah, if your show is good. And people by will record, watch it. record numbers. I mean, yeah. For season four, part two, they crashed Netflix. Netflix crashed for a little bit. From how many people were watching it when it released. Well, I'm glad I started watching it at 3 a.m. Yeah, exactly. You know, I got up as soon as it came out and we were watching it. But that's also because my wife had work. Yep. And she did yep. not want to wait. I don't blame her. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I feel like those are our predictions. That's our, our theories. Anything else you want to talk about today, Brandon? No, man. I just can't wait. No. I don't want it to end, but I want to know what happens. <laughs> oh, I got, I got one for you. So we've had a lot of crossovers with the different products we're talking about. We have the Domino Stranger Things. We have all the t-shirts. We have the Surf Boy pizza pillows and Surf Boy physical pizzas. We have the garbage pill kits. I have the Stranger Things Nike sneakers from a couple seasons ago. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Is there a crossover that you would like to see? Ooh. Because I know that they, they just did the record player this year, too, was at Walmart. They did the light bright too, yeah. Yeah, I have the light bright upstairs. I, like <laughs> I bet you do. There, did you know that they actually, I found this out, they did a Walmart and a Target exclusive for the light bright. They have different boxes and different mm. uh, different designs. Of course they did. They need to milk it out, milk of, all the money they can. Course. But and Of course they did. Mm, a crossover I'd like to see, dude. Well, they did the new Coke too. They re-brought back like new Coke for season three a couple of years ago. Um. There one that you would like to see? I so like one of the things that they featured like in one of the first seasons was like just Motu and they've had a lot of movie posters in the background. Yeah. I would like to see some of like the pop culture items get the Stranger Things makeover. Kind of like how they did the Garbage Pail Kids. Like maybe do a new I know you know I'm not a big fan of them, but I love the crossover stuff. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Stranger Things, like Demi Gorgons and Vecna. Like Shredder as Vecna. Like NECA ones, those would be dope. Right? Yeah, that would be cool. You could have, like, yeah, yeah. Or think about, um, even if it's just like a statue, but like an old NES with like the upside down treatment. 
Ooh, right. That'd be a very cool custom right? NES. Even if they made a, I'd love for one of like the um, like third party or whatever, just yeah, any of those game creators to do a NES eight bit like Stranger Things game would be cool. Or like, like now, because I think you and I had looked one up a while ago. They did a Stranger Things. It's probably like one. Xbox or something, but no, it's it's on the Switch. Oh, is it? It was done by like limited games or limited run games. Oh, okay, but it, it okay. came out like I just season mean two in like NES style, like yeah. old school would be very cool. Yeah, no, they, well, they, they they did a little like a little platformer, like a beat 'em up, I think. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was it was, but it was only up through season two, which is like okay. Yeah, I I would love maybe after season five if they were to do that again, and yeah. it was to be like five chapters, oh, and yeah. like each chapter of the game is the season. That'd be so fun. Dude, I, w- I would play that. No good. <laughs> I definitely would play that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I think would cross over well. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of yeah. my head. But yeah. I don't know. Well, if you have any uh, Stranger Things crossovers that you would like to see, put it in the comments below. Yeah, Whether you're on, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube and you're actually seeing our faces and you can see the wall that we're talking about, it's not green anymore. Yeah. Or if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you know, wherever you're listening to, Google, Amazon, who knows. But, yeah, put a comment down below. Give us a rating. Send us a follow. You know, shoot us a DM. Whatever you want to do. All of the above. Yeah. But uh, I'm Alex. And I'm Brandon. And this has been Nostalgia Junkies. See ya. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.